This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome to this Free For All Friday. And of course, this is the day when you set the agenda. So we're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. There are a couple of things top of mind, as you heard in Bob's News. First, let me give the numbers out. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm looking out the window. It is a beautiful day and a bit warmer than yesterday, which was really quite wintry. But on to the news of the day. As Bob said, we're looking at the municipal elections all across the province on Monday. And I want to hear from people about which races are keeping them preoccupied. He mentioned some of the ones that are controversial that we should be paying attention to. Uh, The race for mayor of Toronto is pretty well sewn up. Everyone agrees. But... There apparently is a close race in Brampton with uh, challenger Nikki Kaur trying to unseat Patrick Brown, who's managed to make a lot of enemies. It's a very polarized council there. Um, my view of it as an outsider is uh, there's a lot of mud in all directions. Yesterday, we talked to the publisher of The Pointer, which is the local publication, which really knows the issues there. He kind of disagrees with me. He thinks there's only dirt in one direction. But uh, hey, uh, that will be a very interesting one to watch. Uh, There's also a race in Caledon. Now, the other week, I was in Caledon on the weekend to watch the leaves. It was spectacular. And I have to say, it was also very crowded with people going there. But the point is, it's a beautiful nature place. But it's also one of the places that people are looking to move to. And so uh, there is no incumbent mayor running in Caledon. There are two incumbent city councillors, two women, but one is very pro-development and one not. And that is a very important race. So um, if you're in Caledon or watching Caledon, I do want to hear from you. We have Stephen Del Duca. It looked pretty ho-hum at the beginning. Now people are saying he's got it pretty well in the bag. We have uh, Andrea Horvath uh, trying to become mayor of Hamilton. It seems like uh, politicians like to be politicians, uh, whatever the level of government in Involved. Now, there is another thing that I want to talk about, and it's this whole business of inflation, especially in food, and greedflation. So, do you think greedflation is a thing? Are big companies, notably 
big grocers, are they using inflation as an excuse to price gouge you? Do you feel like you're being price gouged? You know, there have been a couple of polls that show that most people do believe that. I have, by the way, in Zoomer Weekend Review on Sunday at noon, a very interesting interview on that subject with a left-wing economist telling you he's a left-wing economist, just to get a sense of where he's coming from. Uh, But uh, yeah, I'd like to hear from you. We also saw a new poll this morning that people are also angry at their banks. They think banks are taking advantage. And one of the things this economist told me is that he thinks that maybe the grocers were getting too much attention. He thinks there is greedflation, but it's all over in the corporate sector of the economy. Okay, so let me give the numbers again before I go right to the phones. They are 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And let's go to Helen in York. Hello, Helen. Hello. Go ahead. You're on the air. Okay, I'm calling my... my um Older, older person is been in 35 years, Francis Nunziato, and she hasn't done anything. We've got the roads falling in. She's done nothing about them. There's a lane that's falling in, and everybody's called about it, and they haven't done anything. We've got dead animals on the street, and we have to keep calling them to have them picked up. But we haven't got the streets clean. We haven't had, they're telling us to clean our own sewers. And we have, she's not done anything. Uh, I, uh, you know, I need to learn a little more about that particular race, but I think, uh, isn't there at least one candidate that is giving her a serious run? Yes. And who is that? Patagoni. Uh-huh. And she is, because she's saying a lot of the stuff that Francis hasn't done, Francis has been in there 35 years, that she'll clean up the mess. Well, yeah, it's probably not that simple. But, you know, one of the things that I actually brought up in the mayoral debate we had here last week uh, was that basic services have seemed to have gone down the drain in this city. A lot of very basic stuff. Exactly. And that is the job of the city, first and foremost. I mean, it's one thing to have grand visions and think of all these programs you want to do, but you need to deliver basic services. So, uh, Helen, I'm assuming you are definitely going to get out and vote if you haven't already. No, I am definitely voting. 100%. Okay. Helen, thank you very much for bringing that race to our attention. We will check more on it. And uh, people, uh, after the polls close at 8 p.m. on Monday, we're going to have a special election show here. I'll be co-hosting with Marissa Lennox. We will have a bunch of guests. We'll have our afternoon news anchors, Bob Comsick and Chris Ross, updating us as the results come in. So tune in at 8 o'clock on Monday as well. Helen, thank you very There's much for your call. one more thing I'd like to ask you. Sure. Um, I, I'm a senior, and I asked if they have any programs to help us out, because I have to do a bathroom in the house. Now, I called, and you know what the girl told me on the phone? I said, I'm 81. I wondered if you have any programs. You know, she said, you think it's coming out of Francis' pocket? And told me to get a job. What? That she is... told me to get a job. Oh, uh... Okay, that is completely unacceptable. I don't know off, Helen, I don't know off the top of my head what the programs are. I think 
the, that the programs are actually from the province. That's another big problem we have. There's all kinds of stuff out there, but it's very hard to find it. So I think it is a uh, provincial program that would but help you with the renovation. He wanted to get a job. I I completely agree, but you know, moving forward, I'm trying to point you in the right direction. Yeah, here. I know. They they told me the same thing, but I called the province, which is uh, Doug Ford, and they've never called me back. Well, yeah, but um, you call. I mean, call the constituency office or have somebody try to uh, help you go through online what's available. But I'm pretty sure there is something available for you. I'm just not exactly sure where it is, which is a problem. Helen, thanks for your call. Okay, uh, moving right along, and uh, it, it's it's shocking and, uh, you know, almost hard to believe that that's the way a constituency worker would talk to a constituent, especially uh, somebody who is one of our elders. Um, that's pretty shocking. Let us go to Chris in Etobicoke. Hello, Chris. Hello. Hi. Good morning. So I... My topic is this user fees that they're planning to apply to people that use credit cards for certain for certain payments. Yeah. So my 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 thing is um, first off, I strongly support small business, and they should be making a living. They work hard. Secondly, I'm a big user for points and rewards with credit cards. I don't have to use credit cards, but I do for the benefits. So now I'm reading that some, and we don't know who, and I would imagine it's going to be the small business because they're the ones uh, that are probably getting cut into their profit margins um, um, uh, more so than the bigger box stores. My <laughs> okay. Let me, I'm is, just let me jump in right there. I'm not so sure it's going to be small businesses because there are rules there. So you have to let people know, I think you might have to designate it on the bill that this is what you're doing. And I think there's some extra accounting involved. And those are usually that kind of red tape is usually exactly what small businesses can't handle. So again, I'm not so sure, but I I agree with you. I use uh, a cashback credit card for almost everything, and yep. it's worth it. But uh, you know, if I start getting a charged extra, yep. then it may not be worth it. And the other thing about those cashback cards, just to confuse you, they put different rates of cashbacks on different things. So you can't even figure out it's not like a straight whatever 1% or 2%. You can't even figure out exactly mm-hmm. how much you're getting. Um, certainly uh, not with my level of <laughs> mathematics anyway. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you. If uh, You know, I didn't know about small business. And, you know, that's, that's a shame now because now they're still paying the fees that the bank charges. And for them to turn over and start charging is administrative and costly thing, and it shouldn't be. My biggest bone of contention is the bank's make millions and millions yep. of dollars. No, try billions. So, yeah. So how about they lower the fees for these merchants, and especially for small business? You That's know what? I think that'd be a and, great idea. 
and I'm not sure if, you know, that'll happen, but, um, and I don't even know what to do on how to make it happen. You know, do we protest or write in or, or just sit back and, and, and have Cancel them your credit their card. earnings while the small businesses are going under because they're losing money. Well, exactly. Okay, Chris, thank you for that. Okay. Okay, uh, I am going to a wait. Uh, let's get the bell. A first-time caller, Dan hi. in Toronto. Hi, Dan. Welcome. Hi, uh, hi thank you. Uh, I'm calling about the hospitality backslash travel industry. It seems that they're trying to play catch-up after COVID by ripping mm-hmm. everybody off, gouging us. Uh, went to a hockey tournament on the weekend in Bradford, Barry, Newmarket. And they want a comfort inn, one at $300 a night to stay in a comfort inn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to tra- travel south to the States. The, the, the packages to go to San Diego have almost tripled in price. And I'm refusing. The, the, for the hockey tournament, we drove home every night and oh, wow. drove back, right? I'm not, I'm ref- I wish that everybody would stand up and say, you know what? You guys can all go to hell. You're not going to be able to rip us off and whatever, right? And not use their services until until they uh, bring the prices back down to normal levels. Well, you know what? Uh, I've been reading stuff uh, about uh, high hotel prices and even with headlines like, your hotel might cost you more than your airline ticket. I yeah. experienced something of it. I, we took a weekend trip to St. Paul. Uh, at yeah. the very end of August, and um, uh, I, um, it was with a group, but I was too late. They wouldn't give me the group rate, and they also, it was like a no-service hotel, and it was yeah. a Hyatt, yeah. so that's not what I was expecting, and it was a lot of money, uh, yeah. and basically what, uh, what the hotel industry is saying is that that uh, there's a huge appetite for people to travel, and yeah. uh, therefore uh, supply and demand people will pay those prices, and therefore they are charging those prices. And you know, well, at wish, the end of the I wish day, these people would curb their appetites for a well, while. Let let them, uh, you that, know, let, let let the things get back to normal. That's only gonna that's only gonna last so long, especially with the way inflation yeah. is going, the way the economy is going. Everybody's saying we're going into a recession, uh, so I think they will probably have to smarten up. But yeah, well, I, I won't give that uh, comfort in and bury any of my business ever because that's absolutely ridiculous. Three hundred dollars a night for a, for comfort a low in. rate motel. Like, yep. Um, yep. Yep. That's it. That's it. But you know, like you want to be safe, and if you're tired, you don't want to be driving the highway. But anyway, thanks Thank for your you. call. Yes, that's a thing. That's a thing. Bye-bye, Dan. Okay, I am looking at the clock. It's time for our first break. Let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And uh, yes, Dan was talking about so-called greedflation in the hotel industry. Now, you have to remember, they did suffer a lot through the pandemic. but And it's it's just supply and demand. People are willing to pay the price. People are uh, really, really anxious to catch up, to 
get those trips that they missed to see family or whatever it is they want to do. But again, I'm pretty sure, you know, um, how long will that be the case? Because that is a phenomenon that other people have noticed, myself included. Hotels are like, you know, the prices are just completely out of sight. Right now we're taking a break and we will take more of your calls and your comments when we come right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. Of course, it's the day when we talk about what you want to talk about. And people, be be a little bit patient. I will get to your calls. I was just about to uh, pick up a call of somebody who wanted to talk about greedflation and price gouging in the supermarkets, and then poof, that person got a little impatient. So I'm saying... Hang on, I will get to the calls, and I am going to do that right now. And let's go to Donna in the Beaches, East York. Hello, Donna. Yes, good afternoon, Libby. Thank you for putting on this show. It's it's amazing. I can't tell you how many people listen to your Fight Back Friday. Oh, thank you. Go ahead, you're on the air. Okay, thank you. And my concern is with the City of Toronto's My Vote, where you go online to find out where you actually vote. Mm-hmm. I received a call yesterday from a senior who had spent two hours trying to find out where she voted because she lost her voter card. Mm-hmm. So she called me, and I thought, well, I'll go on to My Vote and plugged in her name, and it came back that she was not registered. So I told her to hold. I'd phoned somebody at Toronto Elections. I did. And it brought me over to the University of Toronto, 311, and spoke with somebody there. Who that's not the university. Me- that's their fix-it line. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So then I gave him the address and asked where this person could vote. He gave. He said, well, she can vote in Pristine Heights. Well, her address was 158 Kingston Road. And Pristine Heights is up in the uh, Parkview Hills area. So after about 15 minutes, we finally sort of discerned uh, it was 390 Kingston Road. But I pulled up the voters list and phoned the lady back and gave her the correct information. Well, good for you. I know it takes too long to navigate things that are supposed to be simple. Um, that's uh, <laughs> that's another problem that we have. And good for you for helping that woman. Thank you. Who well, will... it's just my concern that how they navigate, that people will not get out and vote. I'm running for Beaches East York Councillor. Uh, and I'm Good luck to you. That. Well, this is the kind of work you'll be doing all the time is helping people with, uh, if you get elected, I think you have some stiff competition there. But um, yeah, uh, it's that is the nuts and bolts kind of work that city councillors do. And that's why I'm trying to tell people it is so important. 
uh, and making things easy to navigate. Uh, you know, uh, when you get, uh, unfortunately, bureaucracies involved, they like the complications. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so very much for taking my call. Okay. Thank you, and uh, good luck to you. Okay. Uh, let us go to Margaret in Etobicoke. Hello, Margaret. Hi. How are you doing this afternoon? Fine. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Okay, I, I won't take too much of your time because I've got a bit of media experience myself, so I, I, I know what, what the watching segment time is. Um, just a couple of things. Number one, I myself am a blind person, so I know what Helen is feeling. Um, the lady, I guess she was your first caller, that was the one who wanted to um, you know, look into programs for getting her washroom or her house renovated. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to tell you what I find with most of them. You have to be able to, to get the renovations done first and then show that you've paid for the renovations and then um, you'll get the, you know, you'll get the money. You might get all the money. You might get some money. You, you might not get anything. Um, and that's, uh, that's very, very frustrating. Um, it, I, I found your email online, Libby. If you like, I can certainly send you some, some more resources about that, and maybe you want to pursue right, that. Right, that's on generally, that, that is generally how it works yeah. uh, in, the, in the ones that I've seen in, in the past. Uh, but I think job one is to find the details about the program. And and if you call somebody and ask them, they should answer not in the way that that woman was answered. That's right. And then if you try to look for it online, if you have no vision, that's another complication yeah. because a lot of it's full of graphics. So, yeah, I, I, I do feel for Helen. Um, the other thing I just wanted to let you know about, too, I um, got to go and vote last week in my area, and I used the special ballot in the um, voters' uh, area in the, in the advance polls. And I just wanted to thank the people out there who ran that because they, they explained things very well and I was able to use the um, terminal independently. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's good to hear. Something that's going very right. Margaret, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I'll send you some email soon. Okay. Thanks, Have a good afternoon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, let's go to Jack in Toronto. Hello, Jack. <laughs> Hi, what the previous person was saying about bureaucrats and what you said was uh, 100% correct. Uh, it makes me wonder, even if she does win the election and get into power, is she just going to change like the rest of them who promised to make a change or just say throw more money at the problem, which is like flushing taxpayers' money down the toilet bowl? Well, you've got, you've got two different things. You've got the elected people, and you have got the bureaucrats, the city staff that actually do the work and run things. And, um, yeah, <laughs> enough said. So They run things into the garbage, Libby. They run things into the garbage. Well, lately, lately, yes, they have been. I mean, uh, we used to have a really well-run city. I get that we're coming out of the pandemic and there are issues about that. But uh, that's what I'm saying. We need to get back to the basics. Well, standing back uh, before the whole uh, the whole thing there for the past three years, um, we, we we noticed it long before that. I think that's just an excuse they use to to to, uh, to just demand more money and hire more people and waste more money. Um, I called this. Uh, I don't know. I called three one one. Three one one told me to then call another number. I think then told me to call another number, and eventually spoke to an inhumane being. And when I asked her for her name. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yes, go ahead. 
She hung up. She hung up. I thought it was a mistake. So I called back again. She hung up again. And I asked her, why are you hanging up? We need help. We need to know the answer to this question of who this is. This is um, in my building. If you go to the public section of the public parking under my building, there's been piles of manure there, feces, since 2007. And it's just higher now than ever before. It's just piles on top of clumps of piles. And we, I, I smell it because it, the fan downstairs pumps the uh, air out of the vent and into my window. Okay, okay, yes. And That's the person health. hung up it's on unhealthy. you. You can only imagine a stench, okay? Cigarettes, all sorts of crackheads, smoking, drinking, drugs. I smell the burnt plastic coming in here every night for, for eight years now. And uh, no one wants to do anything about it. Well, like, wh- What do we do? Uh, you vote for somebody who uh, maybe will do something about it. Jack, I hear you. Thanks for your call. Uh, Let us go to Margaret in Kitchener. Hi, Margaret. Oh, boy, that was fast. (laughs) Anyways, um, I I wasn't going to phone in, and then I thought, what's happened to me could be happening to a lot of other people. I've been, get, been getting voting cards coming to my address to three of my kids who don't even live here. Mm-hmm. So are they going to get, I don't know what, what's going on. And if it's happening to me, it's happening to others. Well, did, did your kids change their address? They probably didn't change their address. I don't know. They never lived here, ever. They never lived here. Okay. I'm the only one here, and I've lived here for 20 years. Okay. Um, you, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you with that. I don't either, but I just thought I'd phone in because it, it could be happening to others and they don't even care. Well, you know, I think if you show up with a proper ID with your picture and your address, you are able to vote, I think. So I, yeah, that's good. Do, they live in, do they live in the same city as you? No, one's in New Hamburg and one's in... Uh, oh, well, uh, maybe they have duplicate... I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Margaret, yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd raise that up because it just occurred to me, if it's happening to me, it must be happening to others. Oh, there must be all kinds of issues. Margaret, yeah, thanks for your call. Yeah, miss out on a vote. What? Well, yep. Uh, well, 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 check in with them and see what they're going to do. Uh, did you talk to them? Oh, she's gone. Talk to your kids and see what they want to do about it. That's, uh, I guess, the first thing. Uh, okay, a completely different subject. We got Sude Day in Richmond Hill. Hi, you want to talk about the protests in Iran? Hi, Libby. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, yeah, I want to talk about uh, protests in Iran and uh, people outside of Iran who are um, supporting them. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you talked about it yesterday, mm-hmm. and you were asking how uh, um, Canada and people in Canada can help. It's to amplify our voice. Um, there are going to be different rallies all over the world tomorrow. There's going to be one huge one in Berlin led by um, Dr. Hamed Esmailion. I'm not sure if you know um, about him. He is one of the uh, people who lost his family in the downing of the Ukrainian uh, airplane. Um, It it is happening in Berlin tomorrow. There is another one in Washington, D.C. tomorrow, and there is one in Toronto. 
happening in uh, Queen's Park at 2.30. So we just want our voice to be amplified. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I wish you all the very best. Thank you so much. Please, yep. please, please, please support us, uh, be in solidarity with Iranians so we can succeed and uh, put an end to the suppression in Iran. Okay, thank you for that, Sudate, and and, uh, again, all the best and and good luck to you. And uh, as she's telling us, there is a demonstration here tomorrow at Queen's Park at 2.30 for people who are moved to join. Okay, let's go to Bill in Toronto. Hello, Bill. The, The credit card thing, everybody's complaining about it. So I've got a credit card. Credit card's free. Okay, and uh, I use it all the time. Basically, I never carry cash, and I end up getting about five or six hundred dollars a year. So I, I think everybody's got to start to stop and think: Where does that five or six hundred dollars come from? Uh, it's it's got to come. It's got to come from the retailers. They have to be jacking up their prices to cover the cost, so the credit card company makes money to give me back money. Correct. Well, I think that uh, I, I haven't dug into uh, the financial statements, but I think they still make a heck of a lot of money even after giving you your cash back. Well, you know what? They're running a business and making a profit's not, not a bad thing. But I, where else do you get a free service that pays you back money? The, the money's coming from somewhere. You may think you're getting that $500, but that's all incorporated into your prices. Well, so, yeah, but the question is, so who should be paying for it? Should it be the small retailer or should maybe the big banks that uh, own the credit cards, should should they no, maybe uh, take you're, you're a, a little bit off? You're paying for it. If you go into a store, like a Loblaws or something, and you're using a credit card there, they're being charge the service cards by the credit card company of 4% or something. Yeah, they own a credit card company. <laughs> blah, blah. Well, no, but you don't think that's incorporated in the price? And everybody paints the bank as the bad guys. Anybody that's got a pension, and all of us do, we all have Canada pension, I'll guarantee you, you want to check it, see how much bank stock they own. And banks basically are paying, you know, like low 4%, maybe 5%. That's not a, a, a huge return. It's a good return. It's not huge. Okay, but well, one, Bill, I, I, you know, I hear you. A lot of people are annoyed with banks. You like the banks, um, which is, uh, and our banks are very stable, and there's only a few of them, and that's one reason why they get to price however they like. Uh, well, but I yeah. think it's how you interpret it. If you look at this group inflation thing that uh, Chugney is going on about, He's going on about Loblaws, cut your prices, cut your prices, and everybody chastises Loblaws. Well, if if he's so concerned about the high prices Canadians are paying, he just voted to triple the, the carbon tax. Why, why doesn't he actually go? And you know who makes money in a, a, a recession or a time of inflation? They're consumer staples like grocery stores, things that people absolutely need. And, and the other And they made make lots money. of money during during COVID. Yeah. And okay. the other people that make lots of money are, are governments. So the federal government, the provincial governments, 
they're bringing in huge, they're reaping the huge benefits of these higher prices. Why don't they cut up taxes to give us a break? Okay, uh, maybe they're listening. Bill, thanks for your call. Let us go to Wilfred, who is in Etobicoke right now, but you live in Georgina, right, Wilfred? Yes, that's right. Go ahead, you're on the air. Uh, council and the mayor have voted themselves a 33% raise. In Georgina? In Georgina. And when did that happen? Uh, they voted on that maybe a month ago, and uh, it, it's effective as soon as the voting is over. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you going to uh, try to vote them out because of that? Well, uh, what what can they do about it? It's my question. Well, if you if you vote in people who don't think that's right, they could reverse it, presumably. I wouldn't hold my breath. Right. But I mean, thirty three percent is a little too much. Yeah, I would think so. Are you going to vote in the election? Yes, I am. Okay, and are you going to vote for the people who uh, voted themselves a 33% raise? I'm not going to vote for them, that's for sure. Okay, well, there you go. That's what you can do about it. Wilfred, thanks for your call. A lot to learn. Uh, on my part, uh, what's going on all around here. And, um, yeah, I, I, a lot of the things, uh, I'm assuming people are being accurate, but, uh, I haven't checked all of that stuff. So, uh, let us go to, oh, another break. We're going to take a very quick break. Uh, let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-740-4740. We've been getting calls on the municipal elections. I'm finding out all kinds of things that are happening in very specific local places and that's why local elections are really important. And we've also been talking about so-called greedflation. Do you think it's a thing? Are the grocers bad? Are they gouging? Are the banks bad? Are they gouging? Or is this just, you know, business as usual? We also heard from somebody about hotel prices, which are very high at the moment. We can talk about all of this when we come back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer. A free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday. I'm going to get right to the phones. And I want to talk to Brian in Caledon, who wants to talk about the mayoral race there. Hello, Brian. Hello there. How are you today? Thanks Va- for taking my call. You're, you're very welcome. That's uh, one of the interesting races, and I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about it. Well, 
the the Merrill race, the 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 two girls, women who are running Innes and Groves. Now I haven't delved into much. My wife has. Now I'm on a road that uh, surrounded by farms. I have an acre and a quarter in the area. Now the farmland just north of me, a hundred acres, has been sold already to Argo Land Development, and they're proposing eleven hundred and fifteen units in that hundred acre area and uh, also this is well that's right next to my property and also if 413 was to be built our road would become a dead end road they would not put a bridge across credit view road which would make my road an absolute zoo with all these people coming down to mayfield road which needs to be wiped anyway so, so 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 let's cut to the chase. So are you in favor of uh, Ms. Innes, who apparently is pro-development, or uh, do you want to take a little more of a wait-and-see attitude on it? Well, I, I'm not in favor of, of the development any further right now. Like, if it ends up some of this stuff goes through, to tell you the truth, I'm going to move. Yeah. I'm either going to go further north or I'm going to go out east. Mm-hmm. And uh, if developers uh, are eyeing all that farmland, and uh, a lot of uh, environmentalists think that's a bad idea, then uh, probably your land might be, you know, worth a fair amount. Well, the trouble is the property that I'm on with my neighbor next door, we are surrounded by a couple of creeks, and we're considered a wetland. And I wanted to put up a steel building storage myself back quite a few years ago, and uh, I should have dug into it more. I bought the steel building, went into it. Then they told me I had to deal with the Toronto Conservation Authority, and I got shut down. Hmm. So I've had this steel building kit sitting, laying in skids in my backyard for 10 years. Mm. <laughs> That's not a good place for it. Um, no. Brian, uh, interesting race, interesting issues. On the other hand, we need housing. Uh, so uh, thank you for your call. I appreciate that. No problem. Have a good day. Thank you. And that is one of the races that we will be watching here on Monday night after the results come in. As I said, uh, we will have a special election show at 8 o'clock when the polls close. So uh, tune in then and we'll see what actually is happening there. Okay, let us go to Brian in Toronto. And you wanted to talk about those credit card fees. Yeah, it's interesting because the other gentleman brought up a couple of interesting points. You know, when we talk about credit cards, there's actually three separate fee or three separate areas. There's the merchant fee, yep. there's their interest rates, and then of course there's the cashback. So, I mean, they're three very distinct entities. We, the company I work for, we take credit cards and we pay a user fee, uh, a merchant fee rather. Yeah. That merchant fee is to, in, in in many ways is to our benefit because we have customers who might purchase a product from us and want to use their credit cards and pay it off over whatever period of time they're going to pay it off. That's their choice. The thing is this, if we didn't have that credit card emergency and we didn't accept credit cards, we may not actually be able to do business with some of these people. So it's to our benefit. The interest rates, well, that's another topic for discussion because they are obviously exorbitant and high. Now, as far as cashback, that, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is obviously a reward that's provided by the credit card company to the end user in order to be able to 
charge those high interest rates. So they're very three different entities. We didn't raise our price to a customer that's buying with a credit card or e-transferring or writing a check. Our prices are the same. So I would have to disagree with him to suggest that all of it's built into the prices. Well, I think at the end of the day, everything is built into the prices, and it's the the consumers that pay or the merchants that pay. And uh, yes, it's a big convenience that you get by taking the credit card, but some people are saying that the amounts they charge are actually too high. Brian? I mean, if I'm doing $5,000 sale, 2.5% is still a chunk of money, but it makes the sale for me. So I'm, I'm really happy about that, obviously. Okay, well, you're okay. I mean, so you're okay with the 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 level of those uh, the level of those chargebacks, and I think it depends. I think it's different for different size businesses, right? Different vendors are going to have different rates, but if it's but it, as I say, if if it allows a customer, a client, or a potential customer to do business with you, and yeah, of course, if you have to eat yeah. that four percent or or build it into your price then you do what you have to do in order to be able to do business. Yep. Okay, Brian, thank you for have that. Have a great day. Have enjoy the weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's uh it, it's just I guess a a question of degree. Uh yeah. Let's see where we are going. Uh, Suzanne in Aurora, you want to talk about teachers or teachers' assistants who uh, who are uh, in a legal strike position soon? Hello. Hello. Yes. Um, yes, I um, I was watching the news the other night about the the teachers, and it you know gave a lot of information, and I looked at analyzed that and. Basically, um, there are ten months of the school uh, that the teachers work in. in okay, a year. just a minute. I'm, I'm just. It's not it, the. It's very difficult to hear you. Um, we just lost you, and it's. It's not the teachers. It's. It's support staff. Okay. Uh, we are heading into the home stretch. We still have time to take more of your calls and your comments. Remember to turn your radio off when you call in. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Debbie in Toronto. Hello, Debbie. Hi. Uh, just a little bit different topic. Um, I'd like to put a request out there for drivers who flick their cigarette butts out their window. Um, I think that's really an awful habit. Um, I also see people dropping papers, receipts in the mall and on the streets. And I'm just really puzzled at this kind of behavior. And I'd like, you know, people who are listening to just think a minute about our climate and our, you know, our environment. And um, I, I don't want to think that you're doing that at your own home. So why would you do it out in the environment? Uh, yeah, you know, it used, there was a time here when no one littered, but it was a long time ago. What can I tell you, Debbie? It was a long time ago, and we have a big litter problem, and we have uh, even the garbage cans, the litter boxes are overflowing with garbage. So what happened? What changed, and, and what can we do about it? Um, I I don't know. Um, people's attitudes change. We got to be a bigger city is is what happened. Um, I don't know. 
But yes, that would be a good thing if people stopped littering. That would make uh, things a lot better, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure if I do the right thing, but I do point out to, to the driver. I'll put a thumbs down to the driver and let them know, and they, they look at me like I'm crazy. But anyways, it just shows a, a respect for um, you know yourself and your country. Anyways, great show. Thanks a lot. Okay, you're very welcome. Let's go to Shirley in Mississauga. Hello, Shirley. Hello. Thank yes. you for taking my call. You're very welcome. Go ahead. Um, I'm a first-time caller. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you need to get the bell. Thank you. There you go. Welcome. There we go. I have a problem. My parents are over the age of 75. They went recently to get um, the pneumonia shot mm-hmm. and the shingles shot. Mm-hmm. And the doctor told them they would have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost them pretty close to $1,000. It was like 350 for each of them for the shingles shot and 200 for each of them for the pneumonia shot. Mm-hmm. I've tried to get a hold of the Ministry of Health, left 100 messages um, on their voicemail, have not had a call back, um, talked to my MP and nothing they can do about it. I tried to get a hold of CARP and they couldn't do much either. They well, didn't. yeah, I, I don't, okay, I, you know, I really have to check, but I think the old shingle shot may be covered um, on, on that formulary for people yes. who are over 65, but I do yes, not think the new one is. Exactly. The and old one is covered, but if you've had it within the last five or six years, you're eligible for the new one. But you've got to pay for it, right? And and as for the pneumonia shot, I think um, I'm I'm not sure that there's also a charge for it. But it might be if the doctor says you really need it uh, that you'll get it. I'm I'm not sure, but you are you're right about the new the new shingles. They're not covered on. You know, there's a formula of what, it's not the city, it's the province that covers those drugs for right, people over province. 65. Right, apparently it is the province. And uh, trying to get a hold of Sylvia Jones and just <laughs> Good voice luck. This, this call, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the Ministry of Health, I must have left them five messages. And right, but there's a, whole, there's a whole system where they approve drugs to be covered. I understand that, yeah. yes. But I'm just saying, this is so ridiculous for seniors. I mean, when you think about it, how many seniors are there nowadays? Many. Years? It's like, um, I, I have to look the number up, but it's it's very many, yes. I understand that, but not as many as the COVID shots that they are handing out willy-nilly. You know, and I'm saying, us poor seniors with limited income and, you know, on a pension have to pay this exorbitant amount it, it is shot it it is high it is high uh, what you can do and again it's provincial is that you can get in touch with your MPP and say you want to get these covered but I in the that. meantime I think that if you yeah. want those shots you're going to have it's to pay ridiculous. for them they can't do anything about it they told me I did talk to the MP and her office said, MPP, your provincial MPP, oh, not sorry, your MP. I, that's what I meant to say, my, my local yeah. MPP. And they told me to get a hold of Sylvia Jones, gave me her number, oh. uh, <sighs> tried her, and 
no luck. But anyway, I just wanted to voice that because there must be lots of seniors who are going through the same thing as my parents are. So I, I would think so. Uh, Shirley, thanks for that, and hopefully okay. eventually it does get covered. I hope. You have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I don't know. Trying to get hold of Sylvia Jones? <laughs> right. We try that, too. Okay, where are we going? Deborah in Parkdale. Hello, Deborah. Hello. I'm calling because somebody prior to this last call, her name was Debbie. She's uh, talking about people flicking cigarette butts out the window and littering. Yep. You know what? Those people that do that, they probably think, oh, the city will pick it all up. They get paid to do it. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, yeah, they might be thinking that, but uh, anybody who walks down the streets can see that uh, the city is not picking it up or not picking all of it up, and, and it is littering the streets. So um, I think that anybody who is walking around will see that that's not a fair excuse for any of it. Yeah, so um, we are heading into the last weekend before the municipal elections. We've had a lot of calls on that very subject. I'm really hoping that people get out and vote because uh, it's really important for the kinds of concerns that we've been hearing about today. It's something that is happening in your neighborhood, in your local area that your city councillor is supposed to help you take care of, right? It's not like the great big issues that get reported in the news sometimes. Uh, and we try to stay on top of some of those things. But, but this is kind of where the rubber hits the road. And so um, Monday is the day the polls open at 10. They are open until Eight, And after 8 o'clock, we are going to have a special election show here. So I'm really hoping that you'll tune in to get the results because uh, they should be coming up pretty fast and furious. We also have this whole issue of greedflation. Does it exist? Does it not exist? Inflation is really high. It's really hard for people to get the basics. For a lot of people, uh, inflation came in at 6.9%. That's only a tiny drop from August. That was in September. And uh, the word is that inflation will be going up again because the drop was in gas prices and they've started to head up again. So uh, uh, also, please listen to the Zoomer Weekend Review right here at noon on Sunday. I have a very interesting interview on that subject. And we're back here again on Monday. We'll talk then. And once again, uh, we are going to have a special election show at 8 p.m. in the evening. And that's all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for this week. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. 
Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.